Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Today, great to see him break through offensively. He continues to want to be the guy to make a play himself. It's time for Blackhawk 720, your insider key to the Hawks. Put on, oh, they score! Suter gets his first National Hockey League goal. Take the Blackhawks to go. Suter scores! Hugh Suter with a second goal. Blackhawk 720, the only Hawks podcast worth listening to. Suter from the left circle, shoots, he scores! Hat trick for Hugh Suter! Now. Here's Chris Bowden and Joe Brand, Podcast Royalty. Well, that's a curveball right off the bat. No, this isn't the Blackhawks 720 podcast. This is Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive what Kane and Taves drive. I spent my time earlier today doing a podcast with Joe Brand. I'm spending the next hour doing this show with Nick Gizmondi. We will be joined shortly by Connor Murphy and Eddie Olchick later on in the hour so let, is it goo or go? Is it let's goo or let's, yeah, go. let's go? Let's go. Let's go. And, and and by the way, being called Joe Brand might be the biggest compliment <laughs> I've gotten in Chicago. How's your week been? It was a, a nice finish to the week by the Blackhawks. It was re- really encouraging to see. Uh, we continue to see steps in the right direction from this team and getting better each and every game. And, uh, and I'm uh, curious to see how that is going to translate here this coming week uh, with two games back on the road in Nashville and then, you know, a, a uh, a very uh, good Columbus team that visits the United Center this week. Yeah, definitely the tests are going to ramp up for this group, and I think that's probably a good thing. And and, and I, I love the incremental steps forward. And and I think from from where they were to start the year. And again, I keep going back to this, and I'll say it maybe once or twice more. But no no extended training camp, no exhibition games. A lot of new guys on the roster. It's nice to see all of those guys sort of making those big steps. Obviously, Pierce was unbelievable. I really like the way that he had Mitchell's playing. Uh, Lankinen has looked very confident, very strong, um, very Robin. Leonard-esque as well in, in his, his candor with the media. So I think it's all very, very positive right now for, for Chicago. And I know I'm, 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 I'm a, I've got a reputation as being that positive guy, especially around this group and this organization. But I, I like what I see, and I like the incremental steps forward. But big test coming up here at Nashville, no doubt. Yep, and uh, it's, it's about learning what some of these players can do, uh, You know how big of pieces they co- can potentially be for the future. Uh, the Blackhawks earlier this afternoon, along with the NHL, uh, did make an announcement today concerning uh, forward Alex DeBrinkett and defenseman Adam Boquist. They were both placed in COVID-19 protocol, continuing for the balance of the uh, uh, of all of this season. The NHL is sharing the names of players who are unavailable to the club, either to practice, to travel, or play in games due to COVID protocols. And uh, Nick, you have some of the details in terms of what those factors include, because it you know really ranges from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, and I think it's important that we read it verbatim through the league, and we'll just do it real quick here, but it it is, quote, these COVID protocol-related absences can be the result of a number of factors, including, among others, one, an initial positive test, which remains unconfirmed until confirmatory testing is completed pursuant to the positive test protocol, two, mandated isolation for symptomatic individuals pursuant to positive test protocol, three, required quarantine as a high-risk close contact in accordance with the positive test protocol, 
Four, isolation based on a confirmed positive test result and or five, quarantine for travel or other reasons as outlined in the COVID-19 protocol. And, you know, it's no secret as well that, you know, uh, Alex DeBrinkett and uh, Adam Boquist do live together. So that's probably the reason why you see both of them on that list right now. But, again, it does not necessarily mean that they have tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah, and there uh, has been an entire range of players on the NHL's list. You can go to every sport that has resumed play since uh, this pandemic started, uh, where it can be short, it can be a a longer stretch of time. And I think everyone would be naive, uh, based on how deceptive and how complicated this virus is, that every team isn't going to eventually be touched by this in some form or fashion if they're not in the bubble environment that the NBA was in, that the NHL was in. Um, we saw it during the course of the baseball seasons, uh, traveling teams, and the same for the NFL here. So, I, again, uh, I don't think it should be any surprise that in some form or fashion every team is going to be touched by this. Heck, this Detroit team that the Blackhawks just saw over the weekend had five guys who were unavailable for those very things this past weekend. So you hope it's quick. You hope it's limited. And all you can do, Nick, and all the Blackhawks are going to treat this as, is next man up for however length of time those next man up have to have to fill in and, and slot in in those particular spots. Yeah, and it means the guys on the taxi squad are going to have to be vigilant and they're going to have to be game ready. And, you know, obviously Rockford comes into play. They The AHL starts to get underway here as well. So they're going to start getting games and reps, et cetera, et cetera. So, listen, it's the same playing field for every team in the league. And as you said, I don't see teams going through this entire season unscathed by it completely. So it's going to happen. Uh, hopefully it's short and it's going to be a good test to see how ready guys are. And listen, and if your guy's on that taxi squad, obviously you're staying in shape. Obviously you're good to go. Obviously you're moving and things like that. But you're also watching every game. You're trying to pick up on little things, too. You're watching systems. You're you're in on all of those conversations. So hopefully that, that fill-in process is seamless. All right. Uh, time for our first break here on Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive with Kane and Taves Drive. When we come back, we'll hear from defenseman Connor Murphy next on 720 WGN. Huberto goes off. Here's a shot by Murphy. Scores! Connor Murphy with a wrist shot from the high slot area. Went through a couple of bodies and found the top right corner past Rigger. With the sides four against four, Murphy scores his first goal of the season and ties the score at two. Welcome back to Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive what Kane and Taves drive. And at this rate, uh, he's going to be adding power play quarterback duties to his uh, his resp- responsibilities. Connor Murphy, a goal and assist yesterday, reaching 100 career points. He also now has a career-best four-game point streak in his fourth year with the Blackhawks. He joins us live from Nashville. Connor, thanks for jumping on. Appreciate it. And congrats on the weekend success. And, and knowing you, uh, I know it's most important to you that that, that production came in a, in a couple of victories. How are you feeling about this team now about two weeks in? Yeah, feeling uh, feeling better. I think the biggest thing for us has been showing that we're pro- improving and gaining ground um, this time of year with the short training camp. I think uh, it's important to make sure that every game is uh, used as a stepping stone to, to, to bring each other together. And um, I think we showed that these last couple home games and obviously didn't do as well on the road before. So it's another chance to uh, have a good crack at a good team. Big offensive defenseman now, bud. Uh, what uh, what's the, what's the change for you? Obviously, how do you how do you keep it rolling? Yeah, I don't know what that. Just uh, <laughs> I think there's certain plays that open up that uh, you have the opportunities and 
sometimes shooting from far out as a D-man that uh, it could get lucky if it hits hits someone and um, finds a way in the goal. He's not seeing it to go in. So those are always fun to have. But um, just in general, um, us being able to yeah get wins at home and then uh, we seem to have uh, good offensive firepower the last few years really. So that part's uh, fun when we get rolling offensively and uh, it's more just us making sure that we're uh, we're tightening up and having kind of a consistent efforts uh, on the other end too. Yeah, and and you know, Jeremy, since he came in here, has talked about the way he wants to play, the structure in which he wants to play, and I don't know. In my eyes, this weekend, that those two games came closest to what he has been talking about since since taking over in terms of you know being pleased with with the execution of how he envisions this team playing. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's always a work in progress. I think, uh, I mean, Detroit was a team that was uh, coming off a tough, uh, tough stretch, missing some guys with COVID, and then uh, just us being able to uh, get on top of them early helped. So there's there, there's different things. It'll be harder harder coming up against uh, against some of these other teams in the top top teams in our division. That'll be a challenge this year. So. You're always trying to get better, and we have so many young players that uh, we're trying to to bring up and um, and uh, be big part, parts of our team that that is uh, really promising. And you see a guy like Hugh Suter, just the hat trick he had is unbelievable to be able to do that. Uh, just coming in makes it look so easy in NHL. But those are he's an example of a guy that um, can be big for us, and we just got to uh, stay on the right path and trust uh, trust the process to to get better to be the team we want to be. Uh, Connor, you kind of take the words out of my mouth. Uh, the, trusting the process and the buy-in is so important, especially at this point in the season with you know limited time together to start the year. But obviously, the the, the benefits are what you're seeing. You guys play the system that's that's put in place. You 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 go. You put in that kind of hard work. That buy-in's there, kind of locker room wide. Just tell me about the importance of that, and, and maybe why it's a little bit different this year than maybe in years past. Yeah, it's different. I think the daily challenges you have with your team meetings, us trying to not be uh, together, it's, hard, it's weird to say together as often as we usually would. A lot of times you're spending a ton of time together as the season starts to build some chemistry and bonding. And then obviously with the protocols of us having to, we're doing a lot more Zoom meetings and uh, when we're on the road, maybe if we have a huge conference room, the distancing uh, that we're, we're able to get to do maybe some in-person meetings. But that stuff's a challenge. And then, uh, and then with the short training camp, not getting the exhibition games to kind of work out the kinks of some mistakes and have that freedom to, to make those mistakes and get scored on and figure out what, what needs to be corrected. So um, that, that part will, will be big for us to just realize uh, not only about putting in the hard work, but making sure you're thinking and, and trying to really uh, put some of the uh, plans of action into play uh, when the game gets going. Your uh, your sweater's slightly heavier this year. You, you got a letter uh, on, on your left shoulder. Um, when did you find out about that? Uh, you know how, how did it uh, how did it come about, and, and what's that mean to you? Yeah, I, I found out just showing up to the game in Tampa. Actually, just seeing it in the locker room uh, mm. on my jersey, and um, so I have it on the road. And then Shazi has it at home, and it's just a huge honor. Obviously, having a couple guys injured that are um, huge leaders for us, uh, Seeds and Taser. Uh, we definitely miss those guys, but it's it's yeah, it's an honor, and and just especially for an organization like this, um, the Hawks have are just being original six, and the amount of guys that that uh, have been able to to wear letters and um, just being able to, to 
to do that for this team is a huge honor and privilege. Connor, talk a little bit about the yin and the yang between your, you and your defensive partner. You know, Zadorov is an addition to this unit that brings a little bit of, a little bit more muscle to that to that backside for you guys. And, and I really you saying like, I don't have, you saying I don't have any muscle or what? I'm saying, I was just going to say you're the more <laughs> finesse guy, buddy. <laughs> he, he, he goes no, out I there, know, and, he goes out there and throws bodies around. You, some, you just scoring goals. Bicep, I did some bicep curls this off season. So I got a little bit more. Of Wait, is, is, is this the hockey Connor Murphy or the bodybuilder Connor Murphy? Yeah, no, that's true. You guys got the wrong guy. I think he called the wrong guy. <laughs> uh, you are you are a vision of uh, muscular strength and physical fitness as well, but uh, it's it's a nice balance that you guys have defensively across all the pairings. How, how how big of an advantage is that for you as well to to have him as your partner and just defensive core uh, mm-hmm. uh, team wide? Yeah, he, he brings that, like you said, that strength and toughness. He's definitely a guy that. You can see along the corners and the walls where um, Fords are a little more hesitant to try to take him wide where he, he's able to just reach out an arm or a shoulder and, and really uh, put a lot of weight on guys. So that that's big. And, and, uh, and he's tough. Like he's seen you. I've seen you just past him being with Colorado. He's taken on um, fighting a lot of uh, big, tough guys in the league. And um, he's not afraid of any challenge. So uh, he's got the skating ability too with a, a bigger guy, which is I feel like harder to see. Um, and then uh, just with him having some experience too, playing in the league for a good amount of years, so it's it's always nice to have a, a partner like that who uh, knows the way the game works and can read off each other well, and uh, it doesn't take long to build a, a good chemistry and connection and know kind of how to read off each other and to to work plays. And uh, we, we've talked about the last couple of games about times where he's so good at closing guys off, where I can come and maybe pick the puck out and make a breakout pass or or vice versa. So. Those are just things you continue to grow and, uh, and communicate with each other that they'll be better at. Plus, you got to love the bun as he goes helmetless in, in warm-ups. Yeah, I great. enjoy that. Uh, he's got, yeah, he's got good style, too. So he's got it all going. The, mu- the muscle, the style, the bun. Raising the bar. Raising the bar. Um, speaking of raising the bar, uh, the guy you've uh, been playing in front of for the fa- past three games, Kevin Lankinen. Uh I know you had some very complimentary words about him in post-game yesterday, but uh, for those who didn't hear at least some of that, or if you have something new you want to throw in, share what are your thoughts about uh, playing in front of this guy? He's 25 years old. He's been on big stages before, but he seems really right. calm, cool, and collected back there. Yeah, he, I think he's shown it. Guys, a lot of guys saw some of that sample. He played for Finland in the World Championships uh, a couple years ago, three years ago maybe, and he shut the door, or maybe two, shut the door against Russia. They had they were stacked with Ovechkin and um, Kuznetsov and all their kind of top guys. So uh, he's able to play at big stages and, and stay calm. And then even with us, you just see he uh, he definitely takes a lot of pride in his craft and is really focused on his details and whether he's in the gym or, or you can tell his, with uh, any sort of uh, visualization he does of himself sitting in the locker room or um, different things around, you can tell he wants to be that guy. And, uh, yeah, for goalies, you can tell as a player when they have that poise and make saves that, uh, they're not scrambly, and it seems the puck seems to hit them, and they're in position and able to react to that next uh, rebound or opportunity. So um, that's something that's fun to see. And um, again, it's just another example of a guy that that's fun that we'll be able to grow with and hopefully uh, build a strong team together. Uh, Connor, it's uh, obviously a bit of a, a bit of a journey this season, but a ramped up one. Uh, what's the approach to? To, to this sort of inner division kind of see a lot of teams the same amount of time does it does it allow for any complacency or does it does it ramp up the intensity 
I think it ramps up. I think especially as the year gets on, it'll probably be more and more. Um, just us being able to see the same team twice, I think, is an advantage um, to be able to to read off how teams play and to figure out matchups and different things like that. Um, and then even just as far as uh, kind of the wear and tear in your body throughout the year, it might, it might end up being easier where we're not flying as much. I think that a lot of times road trips we play one game in a city and then fly to the next one and a lot of time changes and get back home or on the road late at night. So um, this allows us to to be able to recover, I think, a little more and have more practice days. So that part is an advantage. And it's just it's different than anyone's ever done. So I think that's a fun opportunity to see uh, ways that we can get better with uh, what we're presented with. Hey, uh, as we uh, let you go here, uh, I'm old and I can't remember things, so I may have asked you this uh, at some point uh, uh, previously. But uh, what do you remember? How much do you remember of your dad uh, Gord's playing days? I think he played until you were what eight or nine years old. Is is there a lot of recollection yeah. of, of that? Uh, when I was younger, it was more of a, just it was. It, I think it was just normal. Unfortunately, you don't. I think when you're that age, you just when you're born with it and going to games, it's more fun to go to the family lounge and get candy and play, like find a trash can and play mini sticks in the locker room after the game. I remember just how amazing the dressing rooms were and he'd bring me in on an off day and he'd go get his treatment or workout and I would sit in the locker room and grab a guy's broken stick and play hockey in the room. And um, just, just those, those daily things were, were huge. And I understood how, I think how big it was, but I uh, didn't, I guess, <laughs> care at that age as much about how, how my dad was playing, more about, uh, yeah, what the action, what the cotton candy was like during the game. And, and is he is he still with uh, the Wolfpack, with Hartford Wolf, Wolfpack? Yes, he is. Yeah, he, they just got started their training camp. So he, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he been coaching for a long time now. He, he retired uh, in, I think, oh two, and then has right. been coaching since um, in the NHL and AHL, so... Um, he's definitely been around the game a long time. I've been lucky to learn a lot from him. Hockey family. Uh, Connor, thanks yeah. for taking a few minutes to, to join us here. Appreciate it. Uh, congrats on the great start uh, individually, and let's uh, keep the team going tomorrow night. Good luck in Nashville the next couple yeah, of days. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, Connor Murphy yeah. joining us here from Nashville as the Blackhawks prepare to face the Predators coming up tomorrow and Wednesday nights right here on 720 WGN. Coming up next on Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive with Kane and Taves Drive. Eddie Olchek will join us. But at 7.30 for the Here and Now, let's head over to the WGN Newsroom in Vic Vaughn. Now Presley, on the move, drops it back, Secord a shot. Oh, oh, they score! Olchek. Now Hanlon saying no goal, but I think it's going to stand. Hanlon could not find the puck. And another power play goal for the Hawks. Presley, with his great speed, set it up. And there's the wrist shot by Secord. And Olchek alertly came in there and jammed it home. Handling, of course, expecting to get a whistle on the play. Oh, those biased Detroit announcers back in the day. Give them the goal! Welcome back to Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive what Kane and Taves drive. Uh, first time I interviewed this guy was in 1984 over at the beautiful Southwest Ice Arena down in Crestwood, Illinois. And and what I want to know, if, if you're Edzo and, and Nick is Gizmo, does that make me Bozo? I, I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not quite sure, but we can also call you Gramps now. Congratulations on becoming a grandfather this year, or last year, right? Hey, Chris Gizmo, nice to be with you guys. Happy New Year. Uh, keep up the great work. And, uh, yeah, well, first off, uh, I appreciate Mickey Redman, uh, the legendary Red Wing, for, uh, you know, 
mentioning that I was alertly around the net and being able to push it uh, under the glove there of, uh, of Glenn Hamlin. Tenacity. So, yeah, well, you know, good things happen when you go to the net. And look, power play goal, that's a good omen right now for the Blackhawks. Yep, it is. How red hot their power play is. And, uh, yes, so we uh, super excited, uh, the lovely and talented Diane Olchek and I, Became grandparents for the first time uh, when our oldest son, Eddie, and our daughter-in-law, Erica, welcomed in uh, Audrey Marie Olchek into the world on 7-7-2020, and uh, it's been uh, it's been pretty incredible. So we're all excited as a family, and another addition to the to the team, and uh, we couldn't be more proud and happy. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of positives, even considering. Uh, you know what the hell we're all living through here, and I hope you guys are all safe and all the great Blackhawk fans out there listening is staying safe and uh, and doing what we're asked to do and hopefully get on the right side of this thing sooner or later. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Congratulations. Um, five, six games uh, into this Blackhawk season, um, and, and let's acknowledge there there have been very different opponents along the way. But sure, how yeah. how do you see the Hawks now versus what you saw on them opening night? Small sample size. But nevertheless, some very evident progress we've seen. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been some spurts there, Chris, in in in, in all of these games where they've had um, sustained pressure. Now, some games longer than others. You're right. The opponents. Let, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, there's a big difference between the Red Wings and the and the Tampa Bay Lightning right now. Um, but I think that there have been some stretches where it's. You know it's been promising, and look, and, and and there has been some times when when the Hawks have really had a tough time. And then, I mean, even go back to the game on Friday night where Kevin Lankinen had to make a couple of really good saves early to allow his team to kind of settle in, you know, get their feet under them, and then they were able to cash in. And then you know they they pretty much dictated the terms the rest of Friday, and they and they totally dominated. Uh, yesterday afternoon. I mean, Detroit, they just they had nothing. Mm-hmm. They just absolutely had nothing, and the Hawks didn't give them anything, and then when your power play is going as good as it is, as we mentioned earlier, there's lot, you know, there's lots of positives. So look, I mean, it, it's, been a, it's been a wide range, uh, but all you can do is play who's on your schedule and, and, uh, and, and, and play as well as you can, and uh, you know, see what happens night in and night out. Now, you're going into Nashville tomorrow night, where the team that you know, got steamrolled in two games in Dallas where their penalty killing was non-existent. I mean, Dallas scored eight power play goals in two games. And you got a team that's coming in like the Blackhawks, who is as red hot as anybody. Um, you know, you, you, you're Nashville. You, you know, you're you're probably a little timid knowing that, hey, you know, we, we, we can't be spending a night in a box because this team's got the opportunity to do what Dallas did to us the last couple of games. So I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, they can't. They're having a real difficult time generating offense. That being Nashville, so I think for the Hawks, is you know play like they get did against Detroit. You know, be better defensively. That's something that Jeremy Colleton and the staff and, and and you know a lot of the the core guys have talked about. And and see you know and see what happens. But uh, I would imagine you know you're going to have an angry team to start and uh, whether the whether the storm in Nashville for the first five minutes and then see what happens uh, moving forward. 
Edzo, it's 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 always good talking to you, whether it's on uh, TV or radio or, or on the phone. I don't know if I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like you, the the primary apple for getting me to Chicago is is Eddie Olchek. It's like you you dangled like five guys and then like sauced me this beautiful tapping goal. I was just standing at the crease, like it hit my stick and goes in. So I, I you know you know I appreciate you and love you for that. But uh, it's it's always good catching up with you and getting your your take on things and you, you know i i think that blackhawk fans are a little spoiled because you you get such a breadth of the league as well you you see a lot of you do a lot of national games for nbc so in your opinion how, how have all of these teams really handled this different scenario this year with the shortened training camp and a condensed schedule and a little bit of travel but but not what they're used to is it is it that different this year than we've seen in years past do you think well, I think everybody's on the same playing field, Gizmo. You know, when we talked, whatever, seven or ten days ago about, you know, kind of the season and, you know, the anticipation. And and then also, too, let's look at it. It's, you know, we, we all know, and again, in all due respect, I mean, we know what's going on in the real world. Like, we understand. Like, we're, we're just the league, I think. That, you know, look at the leadership of the commissioner, Mr. Bettman, the deputy commissioner, Bill Daly, the board of governors, you know, the owners, uh, you know, the the return to play committee, the players, the coaches, the training staffs. I mean, the most, you know, the, the most underappreciated people in an, in an organization and on a team are the trainers and all the medical personnel that are, are, are trying to navigate through this. And look at it. I mean, the virus is going to dictate in a lot of situations. I mean, Dallas didn't play for the first, what, 10 days. Carolina now has been off, what, seven or eight days. Um, you know, I mean, it just that that's the way that it is, but everybody's on the same playing field. No, no exhibition games, a shortened training camp. You know, look at it, at times watching a lot of games and, and, and doing some games outside of, uh, 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 you know, of the Blackhawks world. You know, I mean, there's been some times when the games have been sloppy. I mean, that's just, that's just what's going to happen when you don't have the reps or whatever. But look at it, everybody's on the same, on, on the same page and everybody's, you know, playing under the same rules and, uh, but just to, to to finish what the the league did, going back to the bubble, and it seems like the bubble, at least for me, guys, it seems like it was about two years ago. I know it was right. only about five or six months ago, but it, I mean, it's really to be able to pull that off in the setting that they did, and again, the buy-in by everybody involved um, was just amazing. I, I was in the bubble in Edmonton for I think I was there for thirty-three days in Edmonton. The Dallas Stars, I think, were there 74, yeah. 75 Amazing. days. And, wow. wow. And, and look at it. It's just, again, it's the understanding of, look at what they're just, you know, they're doing their job. Their families were back, you know, all the families, obviously, for the teams that were there and, and, and are back home. And you're just, you're just trying to get through the season and, and, and entertain people, right? I mean, that, that's what it is. Again, understanding. And, and that's what we try to do on our. You know, on our broadcast at NBC Sports Chicago with the great Pat Foley, I mean, we just said, look at, you know, we're, we, you know, we don't have all the tools at our disposal right now. I mean, everything is, you know, is, is been is been cut, and 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 we're doing things a little bit differently. So it, it may not seem like a normal broadcast. We may not have all of the looks that we want, but you just say, hey, you know what? We're, we're just trying to entertain people. And, and maybe take them away from what's going on in the real world for a couple of hours every other night. Because 
that's what the schedule is, which is amazing. I mean, you know, there's there's no practice. I mean, Allen Iverson would love the national hockey right now because <laughs> there ain't no practice, right? Practice. I mean, yeah, I and mean, that that is that's what it is. But you know, I think long winded Gizmo. I think it's it's uncharted territory. We we know that, but uh, you know, we're in the entertainment business, and and I think that the league had a real good. Um, I don't know what the word would be. The, uh, you know, a good mold or a test run when they saw the other leagues start before them, right? Like you had sure, yeah. Major League Baseball. They, you know, they had their potholes. I mean, you know, they had some issues, and then the NFL started, and you know, they had their issues, and NBA started before the NHL. So I think that they, you know, they had they had a couple of test runs there to be able to, you know, be in contact with those other leagues and. What works, what doesn't, you know, are players buying in, are, are, are players, you know, uh, abiding by the rules? And, I mean, look, we just saw what happened with Washington. I mean, the Washington Capitals lost four really important parts of their team because they weren't abiding by the COVID-19 protocols. And, hey, they, they, they got to sit out. That That's just the reality of it. And um, hopefully everybody will, you know, will, will take notice and, and, and that won't happen. But. Um, it's it's crazy times, but uh, health health is most important, and uh, hopefully we can just entertain uh, the best sports fans in the world, and uh, that's what we're trying to do. At least, you know, on the TV side, when uh, when we're doing games here locally in Chicago, where I'm lucky enough to do games nationally. Yeah, I'm sure you do, and that's the same thing that uh, John and Troy, Troy and I try to do here uh, on, on the radio. Uh, hey, Eddie, so much about this Blackhawk season is about, you know, even. I guess you can use the phrase throwing throwing some kids in the fire and see what you have sure. with them. And, yeah. you know, so far, I, I, I want to get uh, I don't know if there's such a thing as an it factor this early on. But, you know, you have Lankanen, you have Suter, you have Kurashev, who is getting an mm-hmm. opportunity. You have Ian Mitchell. Um, what are just some of your initial thoughts on, on that, that group in particular and, and what they've shown you here getting thrown into the fire? Can I go off the board? Sure. I, I, I like the way that Brandon Hagel's played. Yeah. Nice, um, yeah. I, you know, like he was a, a, a real big point producer um, in, in in the Western Hockey League. Um, he seems to have a real sense of, you know, uh, thinking the offensive part of the game. That line was terrific. I, I mentioned that line yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, I was. I watched it back. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the game, like it just seemed like every time. Oh, you know, I told Kenny Albert, who I was working with yesterday on NBC, was, well, there's that fourth line again. There's that. I mean, you know, I kind of could have just you know recorded it and and just played it because (laughs) it seemed like every time that they were out there, they were doing something really well. And Jeremy, you know, I, I think obviously Jeremy saw you know, what I was seeing, and and I was just relaying the message to you know to the people that were watching, but I. I really like the way that Hagel's played. I, I, I do. I, I just think that he has some offensive instincts. Now, I mean, look at—are are you expecting your fourth line to, you know, get your goal a game or, or create as many chances as, as as they did here the last couple of games? You know, probably not. But um, you know, I'd be interested. You know, maybe, maybe he gets an opportunity to get bumped up the lineup a little bit because he has produced. I mean, he has scored. You know, at it, it, it pretty much every level that he's played at, but he, you know, he's the one guy that it's that has caught my eye as far as the skaters, um, Chris, just with his, you know, with the, with his instincts and and being able to be in on the forecheck or or make some smart plays through the middle of the ice, and 
Um, yeah, I just, hey, you know, like it, this is, uh, it's an opportunity for guys to get a chance. And, you know, if, if they make a mistake, you know, they're, they're going to get thrown back out there. I mean, that that's just the mindset right now for the organization. And I love it. I mean, I think I said it on, uh, on, on, on the second game of the season. It was, it was opening night for us on NBC Sports Chicago. And I told the great Pat Foley, I said, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I'm, this season, like, it's, to me, it's, it's very interesting and exciting. I mean, I said, well, I'm, I'm intercited, like I, you know, like, and I don't know if I you know, came up with a new word here that we can go to Webster's Dictionary and say that I, you know, I invented a word. But to me, I mean, when you combine those two words, like that's that's what it is. It's you know, how's this going to play out? Like you know, when these, you know, who are the young guys that are going to step up and 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 take the opportunity and, uh, and 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 skate with it? And then you know, you'd be able to evaluate that or judge that in you know a year or two years or whatever. But look at the they don't have a good game or whatever, there's a pretty good chance they're going to go back out there and, 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 and get some more reps. And that's the only way you're going to find out whether or not, you know, guys can play or not. I mean, there's always that side of it. And look, at, I lived it when I was in Pittsburgh coaching some 15 years ago. I mean, we were in a similar situation. Uh, I, I did not have a Patrick Kane or a Duncan Keith on my roster, for full disclosure. But um, And you just you know, missed pretty, a couple of uh, future Hall of Famers, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, like when we were in that, you know, that retool, it was like, okay, we're just going to, we're going to teach. We're going to allow our young players to go out there and, and learn on a job. And look at it, I'm sure there were guys that, you know, shouldn't have been in the NHL. Um, you know, you'd rather have them grow in the American Hockey League. But right now, I mean, the world that we're living in in the National Hockey League, there is no minor leagues for these guys to go down there and play and get their reps and, and do what you probably ideally would want them to do. But I think the Blackhawks are handling it exactly the way that you need to. Uh, not that they care what my opinion is, but I think that, hey, you know what? Like, eventually, like, if a guy keeps making the same mistake over and over and over again, well, then obviously – you know, you got to make, you know, you got to make a change. You have to sit the guy out. You have to do those type of things. But, you know, the mindset is with the organization and talking to Stan Bowman a couple of weeks ago, it's like, hey, you know, guys are going to make mistakes, but, they're, you know, they're going to get thrown back out there and, and see if they can, you know, improve of what, what they've done. But, uh, you know, Hagel's the guy to me that mm. I think just, again, probably because it's so fresh and how well that he played yesterday, um, really, uh, just really impressed with, uh, what he's been able to do in a short period of time. And, uh, We'll see if he gets uh, maybe he gets bumped up to play with some uh, maybe some more skilled guys here as uh, as the season goes on. Okay, let me write this down. It's it's intersided, interest intersided, intersided, intersided. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm gonna start it. using that on the radio, but I will I will credit you, Eddie. Uh, thanks okay, a bunch. Well, you know, then just 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 send just send just send 1995 to Diana, <laughs> and then we'll be okay. And anybody just else who may it. use it out there too. <laughs> yeah, a new grand a new grandfather's fun for Eddie O. We got We got a fill the coffers hey, up. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, the granddaughter needs a new pair of shoes. You know? okay. <laughs> There's no about that. Or we'll just send diapers. One, one thing, one, one thing or the other. Eddie, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just we'll we'll stick with the shoes. We'll, we'll let Eddie and Erica worry about the diapers. <laughs> Thanks a bunch for your time. Always great catching up and uh, have fun the next couple nights. Uh, calling Hawks Nashville. All right. Yeah, looking forward to. It. I'll be I'll be working with the great Pat Foley uh, tomorrow from. Uh, studio uh, undisclosed in downtown Chicago for tomorrow's game. And then I'll be doing the game on Wednesday night from home with uh, Johnny Forslund. We'll be doing the game nationally uh, um, for the Hawks and Preds on uh, Wednesday night. So, Chris, always great uh, being with you. Thanks for having me. Gizmo, 
We'll talk to you soon, pal. Love you guys. We'll go get some well. soft all serve right? ice cream. All right, go go Love in the car too, in the though. storm and find yeah, some soft know, serve. That's all, all my that's all my son, all my uh, my young son Nick needs to hear is that I need some <laughs> soft serve ice cream. All right, guys, have a great night. Take yeah. it easy, Eddie Elchick, right. the great Eddie Elchick, joining us here on Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. dot uh, com. Drive with Kane and Taves Drive here on seven twenty WGN. In the hockey world, it's all about the power play. Well, your local Chevy dealer has a power play to get your attention. If you're in need of a new vehicle but don't want to visit a dealership, check out Chevy's Shop, Click, and Drive. Shop online 24-7 and take delivery at home. It's simple, it's seamless, it's safe, it's smart. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to locate your Chevy dealer and schedule a test drive. It's all about drive. Drive what Kane and Taves drive. Man, this hour has flown by here on Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive with Kane and Taves Drive. Thanks to our guests, Connor Murphy and Eddie Olchick and uh, Nick. Eddie O is the, <laughs> the absolute best. And, uh, you know, you love to spend three hours with them, much less uh, the 20 minutes or so that we got. But, uh, yeah, a, a new word to come up with. And uh, before, you know, we're coming up on the time we have to sign off. We, we In a way, we've kind of buried the lead here, too, because... You know, what was accomplished yesterday by Pew Suter in getting a hat trick, yeah. his first three NHL goals of his career in game number six, uh, was, was absolutely astounding. And, uh, just, it's been said before, but one thing we've learned about him, what is he, 5'9, 180 pounds, uh, yep. soaking wet, but the reputation he brought from the Swiss League, He's brought it with him to the, the greatest league in the world in terms of not being afraid to go into those hard areas below the dots and, and charge the blue paint. And it certainly paid off for him yesterday. And, I'm, you know, he's another guy you're excited about. You're seeing, okay, you showed us this. You showed us a spinorama pass down in Florida that unfortunately was washed out. And you're anxious to see what he's going to bring in the games ahead. Yeah, you know, if there's a couple of, of things that, that excite me right now, Edzo hit it on the head with the, the play Hagel. I love the way that Suter is playing. I just think that his get-up-and-go, his no fear, his tenacity speaks volumes. That creativity that he's allowed to have, too, is going to pay dividends. And then uh, hats off to Lincoln and Inet. I mean, I think that... He did his homework. He watched in the bubble. He spent countless hours keeping an eye on guys that he looked up to and learning, and he was a sponge. And then he came in over summer after, you know, working his butt off, and he is just, he is making a, a hard charge to be the starting goalie for this team. And, uh, I, you know, I expect him to get the start tomorrow. He just, he looks great. And uh, those are very positive things right now for this team. And it's, listen, Bodes, it's going to be a test, though. Uh, these next few games, these these next four games, five games are, are going to be a test for this, this club. Sure, you step up in competition and, and plus you have the first of your seven back-to-backs i believe so yeah. you're counting on lankanen to be in net and jeremy Carlton was asked about the you know the possibility of you know having to go to one of the other guys in the back-to-back and and, and he more or less said that that's the way that they'll have to go in these situations sure. and same thing with you know resting a veteran here and there during the course of the season so it allows you to see some of these other kids or taxi squatters or whatnot so uh interesting to watch the back-to-backs tomorrow and wednesday against nashville Tomorrow's game, 6.30 for the pregame here on 720 WGN, 7 o'clock for the call with John and Troy, and then uh, a half hour earlier uh, on Wednesday, and then the Blackhawks will come home to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets for night games on Friday and Sunday. Nick, a pleasure once again. Lots of fun. Again, uh, the hour goes by too fast. We'll talk to you again next week.
Hey, Bo, do you have a good one? Uh, have a good broadcast this week, and uh, we'll do it again on Monday. All right, be well, my friend. Uh, that's Blackhawks Live, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Drive what Kane and Taves drive. We'll be back with you once again next Monday night at 7. Thanks for all the behind-the-scenes help. Our producer, Curtis Koch, as well as Krista Flores for Spinning the Dials. Again, a reminder, 6.30 tomorrow night for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the call with John and Torrey, Blackhawks and Preds. Uh, coming up next, it is John Landecker. But that comes after the news at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom with Vic Vaughn.